Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Can't complain. How are things going your way? They're going pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. Can't complain. Right. It's another day. Another week. <laughs> another day. Another week. Two days right. closer to payday. Two days closer to the weekend. Well, it's just closer to the weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, well, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Now We're Adults and Pod. We're just trying to become better adults. So I'm one half of your host, Kyron. And I'm the other half, Melanin Beauty. And guys, welcome back. So, uh, just some little hot topics real quick before we get to this episode. Have you watched the whole, I guess, the whole Murder, Inc. Murder, Inc. story? Okay, what is that? The group, the the record label, Murder, Inc., Irv, and all the, um, Ashanti. They got oh, some no, I don't know nothing about that. Well, I don't know nothing about it either. I've just been seeing it on social media. I haven't watched it, but just oh, from yeah. the clips that I saw, um, uh, I can see why Ashanti does not want to be entwined with nothing that they got going on. Uh-huh. Um, it makes so much more sense. Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Um, instead of like Irv got, it was a clip they put on Instagram saying that Irv got it. Um, he took Ashanti home from their studio session, and she turned around and told him, "You know, good night, have a good night." And he just grabbed her, went up to her, and grabbed her and kissed her. Oh, wow. Yeah, just, and I don't know if he was married or not, but he just really just did that to that girl. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. know how old it was, but I don't know. I just find that whole situation weird. I find it really weird, too, that this man went, literally went on tour talking about Ashanti. And I just, you know, I don't, I don't mean to say disrespect, but Ashanti has some good poom poom. For him to be talking about something <laughs> Why that you say that? Years. Because if you just go back and watch some of his interviews or how he talks about Ashanti, he really loved that girl. And for uh, you to talk about somebody, something that happened like 20 years ago, come on now. Yeah. That's a little odd for me. Um, but to each their own, God bless. Um, so, uh, I just really want to like understand, you know, how I can't wait till Beyonce, you know, get older and she want to make a documentary about her life. Because I just think it would be really interesting to see how women were treated back in like their late 90s, early 2000s when it came to the music industry. And I feel like the main one that most people would like to know about was, you know, we'll want to know about is Beyonce because I mean, it's Beyonce. Um, And, you know, if Ashanti had to endure like crap like that from somebody i can only imagine i can't even imagine like what beyonce had to go through and like i understand it was she was in a group and like her dad was like the manager but you know i just still it would be interesting if you know hear her story and see how things went when she was in the music industry growing up so that's all yeah i see what you're saying yeah um so yeah that's that's going on uh well can't really talk about um what's that show can't really talk about P Valley because you know it's gone until uh, next year. So, right. Um, what's going on with sisters? You got to tell any. Some people might watch it. What you got to say about that? I can't talk about them either. They also <laughs> don't have an, another episode that's new. They uh, ended the season, I believe. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Well, I can't really talk about my shows right now. VMF and um, what's his name and Raising Kane because I haven't been watching it really. But what I find Raising Kane and I think her, the mom on that show, a lot of people say that she's a little scandalous not scandalous, the wrong word, but a little messy. But I think she's just very calculated uh-huh. and she's just she don't really care about nobody else and how they might feel. She just be like, "This is me," 
this is my power and this is how I'm going to run it. So you can either lock like your life. Huh? Kind of like you. I don't know about that. I think so. Just no, no. You don't think you like that? You know, I don't do that. I, I like to hear other people's. I feel like I at least hear other people's side and try to get that. I feel like she's like, no, this is how it is. I'll at least hear, you know, some other input. But you know, if it just sounds stupid, then yeah, it's dumb. Let's just go with what I <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it. What about, you got any hot topics or no? Well, I forgot to mention last time, Rod Wave, his new album. Um, I listened to it. And I've been listening to it. So, therefore, you know that it was good to me. Um, mm-hmm. I give it a a 10 out of 10, I would say. Got you. So, yeah. Um, I also just realized that um, Megan Thee Stallion also dropped another new album. Oh, okay. I only know that song called Her. That's about it. So... Okay, well, yeah, she got some other good ones on there as well. I would probably give that one maybe like a 9 out of 10. It's a few songs on there that, that I like. That sounds pretty good. Um, Let me ask you a question real quick. I'm about to cut you off. But, like, when you say you judge albums and give them, like, 9 out of 10s, what do you go by? Do you go by, okay, if there's, like, 13 songs on an album and I only skip two, is that how you do it? Or, like, how do you judge it's an album is good or not? The music, the lyrics, the style, like, um, or the sound itself, like, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's something that I just like, I mean, if it's something that I'm willing to listen to more than once, yeah. I, I just love that, too. So, yeah. Okay. I follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. Okay, I feel like for me though, when it comes to albums, um, uh, I kind of go base. I kind of do all that, but I kind of base it off. Okay, do I skip the song? Because if it don't catch my attention, I'm skipping it. Um, I like to give it at least one try. So, like when a new album drops, I listen to all the songs, mm-hmm. and then I go back and replay the ones that really caught my attention, the ones that I really think I like the most. Mm-hmm. And if there's none that do catch my attention. Then more than likely I'm not gonna play that album again. Kind of like Drake's album. No offense, because <laughs> I really do like Drake's music most of the time. But mm-hmm. his last album, it wasn't. It just did not do it for me. Um, Beyonce's album, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say it did it for me either. But there are, like I've said, a few, a few, a few um, songs that I would go back and replay, but I would say Break My Soul is probably like the number one that I would replay over and over again. Um, but other than that, there's like I said, maybe like two or three others on there that were pretty good to me. Well, I feel like for Beyonce's album, because I think we talked about that like three weeks, two weeks, something like that ago. And uh-huh. I just say, have to say, you know, at first, when it first dropped, I really wasn't feeling it. I literally was just hitting the skip button. Um, but after a while, you know, I'm like, you know, I kind of like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do like Alien Superstar. I do like America Has a Problem. I do like, I think it's Cuff It. Um, I think Pure Shit Slash Honey. I think that's probably one of my least favorites um, okay. on the album. Uh-huh. But I do have to say, I do like the remix of Break My Soul with her and Madonna. Uh, I do like that. I haven't even I heard do- yeah, it's, it's it's good. It's just if you take Vogue and add Break My Soul, it's kind of just intertwined with that. Um, yeah. And I do like. Uh, did I already say America has a problem? I don't think so. Yeah, I think I did. I think I just said that America has a problem. Whatever energy, I do like energy, but I really did like the version where she kept uh, Khaleesi's version on there. Uh-huh. Um, which that whole debacle that was just crazy, but. I mean, I guess I can understand where Felice was coming from, but it did sound it, it the the way Beyonce had it on the album, had it on that song, it did sound good. So I wish she would have kept it on there. But anyway, yeah, I do like it. Um, I just say like the first album that I actually say that I, like actually sat down and like kind of judged was Mariah Carey's album uh, "Emancipation of Mimi," 
and I have to say, that album is a 10 out of 10. Uh, I would do not skip a single song on there. Um, so that was a beautiful album from mm-hmm. start to finish. Uh-huh. I really do recommend people, if you're listening, go listen to that album. It was a beautiful album. Why she didn't win album of the year that year is crazy to me, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I kind of judge albums based off, do I skip the song? I try to give some songs a chance, but if it's just not catching my attention within like the first 20 seconds, okay. then I'm, I'm probably going to skip it. I've been wanting to do that, but like I said, I do like to give it a chance before I do that. That's so nice of you. Um, <laughs> is there any other artist that's dropped an album? Is the City Girl supposed to drop an album? I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't know because I don't really listen to them. Yeah. I do like their City Unlock album. There's only three songs I like. I think it was like, That's My Bitch, because I only like the beat for that one. And... I do like Jobs. I know a lot of people hate that song, but I don't know why. <laughs> I do enjoy it. And uh, I can't think of the other song, but there's another song that I like. But I do. I did enjoy their City on Log album. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But is that all for the music things? That I can... Uh, yeah, that's all. Me too. That's all. I don't know that many things about music these days. Um, before we get into this episode, though, I just want to tell people, you know, monkeypox and corona is still out there. So, guys, please be safe. Um, uh-huh. Go get your checkups. Go get vaccinated. Do whatever you do to be safe. Just stay smart out here. Um, so, yeah. yep. <laughs> So with that, uh, this week we're going to talk about, we wanted to talk about accountability. Um, talk about, you know, taking accountability as an adult. So, mm-hmm. Carter. Yes, Karen. Uh, first of all, how do you feel about accountability as an adult? I think as an adult, especially, is very important. I feel like when we were younger, you could probably pass on it. You could get away with some stuff. But as you get older, you just need to take accountability for your actions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's a, that's the grown-up thing to do. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes taking accountability is easier said than done. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like that, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard that, but my fault. Go ahead. <laughs> What is it? It's a, a truck outside. Oh, <laughs> I heard the train, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, tr- well, truck train, all of it. Um, but yeah, I feel like taking that accountability as an adult is kind of harder. It's kind of easier said than done. Because a lot of people, I feel like when it comes to accountability, that means that you have to admit that you are wrong. And I think that word, coming from an adult, saying that they're wrong or they're sorry for whatever, it's just kind of hard for some people. Why do you think that is? Don't nobody want to be wrong. Everybody wants to be right. But why is that? Um, we always have to be right. I just, I don't know. I feel like maybe you feel weaker. You feel like the weakest link, I guess, when you say that you was wrong. Or when you say that, you know... Mm-hmm. wasn't the, the one on top I guess you could say for that time being right so um, kind of like when when it comes to like winning and losing like nobody wants to be a loser you know nobody wants to lose everybody wants to win all the time but at the same time it's that's not always going to happen it's not always going to be like that so I just feel like the same with accountability like it's a hard pill to swallow <laughs> yeah, okay. so yeah I agree with you. I think sometimes people just don't want to be wrong. I don't kind of see, I don't, in my mind, I don't really see taking accountability as a winning or losing. I just think it's just you being responsible and just you admitting to what you did. I don't see that as winning or losing. I just say that just taking, just being responsible for your actions, like you said earlier. But people don't want to do that. I know, but it's just kind of odd. Why? I mean, I it's kind of it's kind of really easy to be like, 
hey, I'm sorry. Or, hey, I didn't mean to do that. that okay, well, would you person. tell the it truth? Are you, you the, are you that person that's going to tell the truth 100% of the time? Yeah. Not everybody's like that. But why? I mean, I know it sounds crazy. And you say, well, my why? question is, I understand I'm one of those, that small percent that tells truth all the time. But my question is, because it sounds like you probably going to tell the truth all the time. So my question is, why would you not tell somebody the truth if they came to you and asked? Because people don't want their, to hurt the other person's feelings. Um, but, Carter, if someone came guilt. to you and asked you, how would that be hurting their feelings and they came and asked you for your input? Because it's still hurting their feelings. Like, if I ask my man, <laughs> how does this look? How do I, does this look right on me or something like that? And he's he's not blunt. We joke around a lot, though. So if he said something crazy and off the wall, like I'm probably gonna laugh it off, but I am gonna take it into consideration what he said. But if I ask him something like that, he's gonna tell me, you know. And if he told me that, oh no, you need to take that off. That looks a hot mess. You know, I'm gonna feel some type of way. So yes, I asked, but when I asked, I guess I wasn't truly fully prepared to hear something negative. So you want somebody to you. So basically, people should read the room when they ask questions. Is that what you're saying? They should do what? We should read the room when they ask questions. So, like you just said, you asked your man uh, if you look good in this, and you just didn't want to hear the truth. You just wanted to hear that yes, I look good. So you just want him to lie. For me personally, no. I want you to tell me the truth because don't have me out here looking crazy. Um. But I'm saying, like, in general, though, too, like, if somebody was asking me um, my opinion on something, I personally, I think when somebody asks me their opinion on something, even though they're asking me, it is a possibility that what I say they may not like. Mm-hmm. Even though, yes, I'm being honest. So, sometimes, I might not straight up tell you that that looks ugly. I'm not going to. Matter of fact, that you're right. I'm not going to tell you that, that looks ugly. I'm more than likely just going to say it in a different way. A way that sounds. Well, yeah, because everything is based off how you. Sometimes it's how you say things. It's not really what you said. It's right. how you say yeah, Right. Which is understandable. So, yeah. So, if something's ugly, I'll just be like, um, I think you should probably wear. Or what about instead I'm not just gonna be straight up like oh girl that's ugly unless <laughs> we have that type of relationship and you know that I'm about to come with some type of words at you so I just okay. feel like it's hard for some people Kyron I don't know I just don't ask me why I just do it is what it is don't I don't know what else. it's just hard for people to be honest it's hard for people to take accountability, responsibility, acknowledge their faults, but all why? that. Because it's, we are adults. I feel like that's a part of life and being responsible and accountable. Accountable is just something that we're all supposed to do. So I'm just trying to understand why is it so hard for people when it's just, it's like, it's like the, a natural part of life and growing up. Like you said, you know, when we were kids, I mean, it was easy for us to, you know, if, we hit, if you hit somebody and they went and told the teacher, and they brought, the teachers brought you together and was like, you know, apologize, say you're sorry. And you was like, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Let me stop. You know, this is a different generation of kids. I know y'all generation is a little different. But for <laughs> my generation, you know, if something like that happened, the teacher would make us, like, apologize to each other and made us take accountability for what we did. So I'm just trying to understand why is it so hard for us? Because we were taught it at a young age. So why is it just, like... We've lost it as we've gotten older. So you feel like we've lost it as we've gotten older? I feel like sometimes a lot of people have lost it when you've gotten older. Okay. So you feel like even grown-ups don't take accountability? Yeah. It's like you tell your kids to take accountability, but you don't take accountability for your own actions. And I find it a little odd. So it's like the pot calling the kettle black in a way. Do as I say. Yeah. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) One-on-one black parenting. You gotta love it. Um, (laughs) so that's all I'm saying so I'm just like I'm just asking you as in your experience in your life or just how you feel why do you think that is 
like that, especially when it comes to kids. Well, you know, Kyra, like you just said, that's black parents and want to do as I say, not as I do. But um, not that I agree with it, but mm-hmm. a lot of times things are just easier said than done. Um, you can tell kids and people, you know, in the right way to do something or, you know, not to do this, not to do that, all while you're doing the complete opposite of what you're telling your child. And it's like, you know, right from wrong and all that, but it truly is easier said than done sometimes. Like, taking accountability can be, like, a hard pill to swallow for some people. Um, I think that, like I said, when you, when you take accountability for your actions, you are taking responsibility for what you have said or done. And <clears throat> it's not it's not always easy. It's not always, you know, happy times. Well, you never know how another person's gonna react. Give me an example. Besides um, you and your boyfriend. Just kinda stir up a story. Okay, I'm just gonna like do a an example completely, not anything realistic here with my life, but yeah. okay, so Okay, so I don't know. Like, if I, if I, if me and you, Kyron, have been best friends for like 20 years. Yeah. And I just, I just absolutely did you wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, I went behind your back and I just, I don't know, started up lies about you or something. I don't know. Started up lies. So you went to other people lying about me? See, we just see that's what I'm saying. So then it got back to you. I'm thinking like, oh, we ain't gonna get back to you, whatever. It yeah. gets back to you. You address it to me. Yeah. And now I'm feeling some type of way because I need to take accountability for it and own up to it and say, yeah, I did do this and face the consequences behind it. Yeah. So if you, you know, decide, even though we've been friends for 20 years, if you decide not to be my friend, then. I have to accept that because at the end of the day, I st- I had my wrong doing in this in the situation, you know. Yes, she did. Um, <laughs> if we was friends for twenty years and I wouldn't talk about you behind your back, then I disrespected you. Even though it went straight to your face, I still disrespected you. I disrespected the friendship, and at the end of the day, like I was wrong first. So all you're doing is addressing the situation. You're not necessarily talking about me behind my back. You're not, you know, doing me any wrong. You're just confronting me about the situation. And mm-hmm. it's too much for me to handle. It's too much so, for you to handle what you did, even though you was talking about me anyway, but you couldn't talk about me to my face, basically. Right. Like, I know what I did, but I don't want to tell you that. I don't want to own it. Today. <laughs> I don't want to confess that. It's the guilt. Sometimes yeah. it's the guilt. Sometimes it's the consequences behind being accountable. Sometimes it's... um. <clears throat> Just the fact of knowing, like, that I was in the wrong, you know, ex- accepting your place in the situation, like, it's hard for some people. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying, it's hard for you to set your pride aside to admit you was wrong. In this scenario. Yeah. For anybody scenario, listening, don't, yeah. Get it, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that <laughs> Jakarta would do something like that. And I'm not saying that Jakarta <laughs> is that type of person because, no. But I'm just using that as an example for all the mm. listeners. Carter, we know how you are. We know you would not do nothing like that. No. Thank you. I just want to make that clear. Um, I feel like honestly, if I was, if you that something like that did happen, I and it came back to me, I would be like, wow, I got a fan that's talking about me to other people, and they bringing more fans to me. So it's okay. I don't know. How my grandma used to say it. She used to say. Um, if people are talking about you, you must be doing something right. So yeah, I definitely heard that. That's just me, uh, but I find all pl- all pl- all publicity good publicity. So that's how I see it. But okay, yeah, I, I can see how your story is. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, yes. I don't know. I guess for me, it's just like if I did something wrong. Because one thing about me, when I argue with people, I do have playbacks in my head. Um, and, like, 
you know, I was remember there was one time there was I got into an argument with this one person, and they felt, you know, some sort of way about it. But I didn't do nothing wrong. I was just very nonchalant as I always am. And I think they just didn't like that. So they started calling me out my name and stuff like that. And they came to me and apologized, but they expected like an apology back from me. And I looked at them crazy and said, why am I apologizing? Because I did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, you know, if I if I didn't do anything to disrespect you or come at you wrong or anything like that, I shouldn't have to even apologize because that's just a waste of my breath. Right. Right. You feel guilty about something. I don't feel guilty about nothing. I've always felt that way, though. Mm-hmm. But I'll always take an accountability of what I've said. And I know I didn't say anything rude or disrespectful to you. So I know what I said. Right. Like, you know, you said part. to me, I know my part and I know what I did. But yeah. obviously, you felt some sort of way that you had to apologize, that you had to come out of your way to say sorry to me. So don't expect me to say that back just because you said it. I find that very high schooly, and we shouldn't be doing that. And then we're grown. Yeah, I or somewhat grown. I'm not grown, grown, but I'm grown enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. yeah. I feel you on that. No, I'm just one of those people that I do. I do take accountability of what I do and what I say in my actions sometimes. But I know if I didn't say anything to you or do anything disrespectful to you, then I'm not about to even waste my time to even say anything. And one thing about me, baby, I'm, I am a huge, I cut people off. Um, my scissors, I'm always scissor ready. So mm-hmm. um, I can just cut you out my life and I ain't got to take no accountability. At all. <laughs> okay. Which that's probably not healthy, but. I mean, it is what it is. I feel like there's some things that you just, I feel like in life, I think there's just certain things that you just can't even come back from. So I just say, I'll just take the accountability of just cutting you off. Okay. To each his own. That's fine. Yeah. If that brings you peace, that's what matters. Well, I'm always peaceful. Um, I think I'm a peaceful human. I think so. I think I've always been that way. Nothing can really ruffle my feathers, which feathers, which I think really kind of pisses people off. But nothing mm-hmm. can get me out of my zone. Truly, yeah. I'm always a relaxed person. I want yeah. those like, look, you can say anything about me. I don't care, but just don't put your hands on me, okay? I feel you there. Um, but yeah, but I've been looking at like. It says, like, how do you show accountability? It says, use these six steps to become more personably, personally accountable. It says, know your role, and you'll uh, you'll need to understand your responsibilities to become, I mean, to be accountable for them. So I'm assuming just like you said earlier, like you said, the whole friendships, you know the role that you did, and you're just going to take responsibility for what you did and, you know, go on from that and however the the how's the saying go? However, the the, uh, the chips, the cookie crumbles. Thank you. <laughs> However, the cookie crumbles, it crumbles, and whatever happens from there happens. You know, um, is it how you feel about it too? Step one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it says step two. It says be honest and set pride aside. Which I think that's probably the hardest part is like people honestly being honest because I think being honest comes from a point also has to be with showing some sort of vulnerable vulnerability to somebody yeah. else. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't like to show that side of them because you know we are, like to be have this hard shell over ourselves and just not oh, show. Definitely. Huh? I said, oh, definitely. I couldn't agree more. But why do you think that is? Do you think that's just a society thing, or you think that's just you know, just well, how like is. For me, I don't know. Like being vulnerable is like me act is like okay. If I was a crab, you know they have their outer shell, and and if you mess with them or somebody's coming at them or something, they stay hidden in that shell, kind of like a turtle. But um, whenever I have to be vulnerable like I feel like I'm I'm being forced to break out of my shell and grow out a little bit and have to get a new shell 
instead, you know, because I just feel like, I don't know, it's like growing pains almost, I guess. It's just, it's different. Yeah, because you're, somebody, you're basically pretty, naked in front of somebody that you either somewhat don't know or you're starting to get to know, and I can see how that could be embarrassing. Yeah, so it's, it's it takes it a minute. It, vulnerability, you can't, I just personally don't feel like you can expect it to just happen overnight, you know. Well, it says, okay, vulnerability, the quality of state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed. So it's not really, so it's not the fact that, you know, you're opening up to somebody. It's the fact that somebody might take that spot of your, what you said, or your vulnerable state and like either make fun of you when you were being dead serious. Right. I can see how that can be hard with guys, especially, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to emotions. Oh, definitely, for sure. I agree. I think I'm probably I'm I'm not very emotionally. Well, I don't care about being exposed. I don't got too much in my life that you can come at me for. Just I just mm. don't be. Really I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. It made sense. Um, what was next? Accountability. Uh, it said, be honest, set your pride aside. Okay. And it said, number three, it says, say sorry <laughs> if someone has gone wrong. Um, you're responsible, then apologize. I'll repeat it again. It says, number three, say sorry if something has gone wrong and, and you're responsible, then apologize. So if something went wrong, then you should say, and you're responsible for it, you should apologize, which I feel like we all agree with that, right? Absolutely. You and stirred the pot. Obviously, you should apologize for what you said or did because you started it. Exactly. Uh, so let me ask you this though. That brings me to this question. So you know those people how you know somebody might do something to them and they hit that line saying like, "Oh well, you made me that way," or like you made me feel that way, or mm-hmm. you made me act in this way. How do you feel about that? Because at the end of the day. I understand actions do cause cause reactions, but how can someone else and what they say to you make you affect you so badly that you will act crazy and act a fool on them and act another way? You know, because I feel like you gave them that power. Exactly, you gave, you you gave them that ability to upset you or to bother you that bad to get you to that point of reacting in a negative way to stooping down to their level to acting out of character right and so i feel like because at the end of the day you control your own emotions whether you're happy whether you're sad or you're mad you control that right and so okay you're having a good day and Mm -hmm. something pops up whatever and you can make it become i mean you can allow that to make your day bad right or you can you know brush it off and and continue to have a good day or you know somehow get over it but that's on you you can't blame what happened or the other person for that situation for how your your emotions are you know right that makes sense I truly do agree with that you can't be giving people power over your emotions and to me that's just that just doesn't make sense, but I mean, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, so most things are easier said than done, and I can understand how some people might have power over you, make you act a certain way, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes it might come from just love, in a way, and you might love that person so much that they might, you know, like Beyonce said, looking so crazy in love, you got me looking, got me looking so crazy in love, and I feel like, you know, love can be in a more romantic way, but I feel like it can also be love in, you know, just that other way that I can't explain right now, but y'all, for the folks that give it, get it. And <laughs> <laughs> I just think it can be hard and difficult for some to just establish that, to understand, like, you know, I'm my own person with my own feelings, and I am not going to give folks that power, no matter how much I love you. Because at the end of the day, I'm still going to be me without you, you know? Right. That makes sense. Um. So, yeah. Um. Basically, how I take that is like I want to. And if I have a situation where I'm in love with somebody, I want to be like Mimi from Love and Hip Hop. You know, 
very just like if you act like, like, like me, me. Um, oh, love yes. pop, just very just uh-huh. laid back, chill. You know, if you play me, oh well. <laughs> on to it is what it is. Huh? I said, on to the next thing. Yeah, on to the next thing. As long as you mess with my bag, that's all that matters. Um, yes. Um, so that was number three. Uh, number four, it says, use your time wisely. Now, I don't know what the hell they mean by that. I mean, as we spoke about before, time is important, you know. Oh, well, yeah, I guess what they're trying to say is, so like, you know, is it even worth your time to even, like, come to an agreement? Like, even to, like, even have a conversation oh, to talk yeah. about? Or is it something to, like, move on from? Is, that's yeah. how I take it, unless you take it another way. I see what you're saying, yeah. That makes sense, so. You know, like if like like situation you said earlier, however the cookie may crumble, do we want to pick those cookies back up and make it back into one whole cookie? Or do we just leave the whole crumbling and they just blow away and we never see each other again? You know? hmm It's like however you wanna make it happen. Right. Anything you gotta say about that? I mean, I agree with what you said. I think that sounds good. <laughs> okay. And then it says number five, it says don't overcommit. Okay. Don't um, overcommit. Hmm. How do you read that? How do you take that? How do I take it? Don't yeah. overcommit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, you know, don't reach out to take accountability to somebody that don't even want to even try. Uh, so okay. don't overcommit your time to even try when they're not even trying because like we talk about even with you know sex it takes two to tango you know um, if one is putting in all the work it's probably you need to go to the cops and because something really bad happened to you um, but mm-hmm. I think that's how I take it just don't reach out. Don't overextend yourself to something that's not even going to happen. That makes sense. How did you take it? Uh, okay, say it one more time for me. It says, number five, it says don't overcommit. I would say I would put those last two together about the time and committing. Mm-hmm. Um, I put those together and I would just say, you know, don't put too much um, time and effort into something that's not worth it or that's not really getting anywhere because you could just be sitting there talking to a brick wall you know and what good is that going to do that is true I mean you could throw a ball at a brick wall and it might the ball will come back to you but I mean that's the force that you made (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah that all makes sense um, number five said don't overcommit, and then number six it says reflect. Reflect on your actions. Reflect on yourself. Mm-hmm. On the situation. See how you could have handled it differently. See how, you know, the whole thing could have went down different. Was there any faults on your end? You know, take like I said, taking accountability. Yeah. So, yeah. And I agree with that. You know, just reflect how she said, you know, how you can learn and grow from it. Like, just not just reflect on a situation, but reflect on it and actually learn from it and take it into yourself in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we can always reflect on something, but if you ain't learning, if you ain't learned nothing from it, then what was the point of you even going back thinking about it? You know? Right. I mean, there's always something to learn in every situation in life. So, you know, just take out the time to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. Just, you know, hold you in. I feel like that will probably lead you into more of just holding yourself, you know, accountable for what you need to do. Right. Um, it's important. It is important. Um. So, like, would you put, like, holding accountability up there with, like, communication? Or would you well, like which one would you put first? Accountability well, which one would be first? Accountability or communication? If you had to choose. Oh, for me personally? Yeah, for you personally. 
which one would be more important? Yeah, like if you have to put it in the list, which one would be number one and what would be number two? Accountability or communication? Oh, man. That's a tough one. I feel like I want to say communication would be my number one just because um, and I feel like accountability follows because I'm communicating with you effectively like I should then I feel like the accountability comes with it because um, I feel comfortable talking to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So if something needs to be said or addressed or whatever, then I don't feel no type of way about, you know, being accountable for my actions because that type of relationship that we have, you know, like we've, we have that open effective communication mm-hmm. and so I would say communication first and accountability will follow okay yeah I feel like you said communication and accountability yeah communication Yeah, I feel like the same thing for me I'll put communication first because I feel like like you just said if I feel like it kind of leads into accountability if you communicate what you want and what you need all that stuff it will turn into how to hold somebody accountable for what you want out of life and things like that. Right. So basically, what you just said, uh, hammer on the head. Um, so the second part is basically it says, like, how to hold yourself more accountable. And it says, ask for feedback, t- turn to mentors, and for advice and about holding yourself accountable. I agree with that, but I also feel like you got to ask the right people. What and I feel mean? like you got to ask what type of situation. What do you sorry? What do you mean ask the right people? Well, you just can't be going to everybody and asking folks for example. Um I feel like you gotta ask the right people. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody, I mean, you're not gonna come you're not just gonna go to anybody and ask, you know, for anybody's advice. You're gonna go with somebody that has more of a level head that you feel that has a level head and just ask them what you think. You're not gonna go to somebody that's like a yes person. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go to the right people and ask for a feedback on what you should do. Or feedback slash advice of what should happen and what you should do. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? Asking I, feedback. I, you said what now? I said, how do you feel about that? Asking feedback. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, at least then you know, you know, like you have something to work with when you get feedback, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it don't hurt to get feedback. Well, it never hurts. You know, just all I got to say is just always ask the right people. Yeah. Um, And it says get an accountability partner. So I guess they're your close friends find somebody that knows you well or family and mm-hmm. you make sure they just hold you accountable for whatever you do so when she say if you call me Cardi, you'd be like i don't want to go on a diet and you'd be like i want you <laughs> to hold me accountable then i'll be like sure i got you mm-hmm. appreciate that yeah and vice versa yeah and if you say stop, I don't want to be held accountable no more. All you got to do is say stop. <laughs> right. Uh, so, that's kind of see it. You know, you should find somebody that's on your level. You know, and it's hard to say because it's easier said than done, too. You know, your friends, you're, they're going to change throughout life. Like, I think your friendships, there's always going to be like that one or one or two person that you're going to be cool with throughout your life, but I mean, somebody that, what I mean cool with, I mean, obviously you're going to be cool with people, but just somebody that you just talk to on a regular basis like that, like talk to every day, I think that's just going to vary throughout your life because you all have different experiences, you grow in life and things like that. So your way of seeing the world is just going to be different from how y'all used to see the world together, you know? So I think you might have to find a different accountability partner, you know, every so often. If that makes sense to the people, a bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Oh, and it says number three, practice self-care. Self-care is definitely important. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to care about yourself, obviously, you know, more than the next person because it's you. Yep. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all you have is yourself. And I feel like that's a good time to have, like, your self-reflection moments, you know? Right. So... And then, you know, if it is something that you feel like you need to address or, um, like I said, take take a responsibility for, then that would be the time to gather your thoughts, you know, think mm-hmm. about situations, see what you could have done differently. Yeah. Different things like that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um. It says also recognize when you're procrastinating, which I know when I'm procrastinating. Sometimes I just choose to do it. Uh, <clears throat> um, I feel like every college student can relate to that. We have all waited to the last minute to do something. Um, I think not only college students, but adults can too. So we all procrastinate. It's just a part of life. Uh, but like I said, just recognize when you're doing it and work on it to become better. You know, make you a better person. Because that means you're, you're holding yourself accountable for your own actions. And if you can hold yourself accountable for your own actions, then someone else doing it shouldn't even be a problem. Um, You still there, Carter? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'll make sure. Make sure mm-hmm. the phone didn't go out. Um, number five, it says reward yourself. So, I guess that kind of goes with self care. You know, take yourself out to eat, get to know yeah. yourself. You know, Absolutely. just kind of date yourself. Because, like Carla said earlier, you know, I agree. What did you say earlier, Carla? Carla, because I forgot. <laughs> about what part? About when we were talking about practice self care. Just to take care of yourself, because you gotta you gotta love yourself in order to care about somebody else. So. There you go. Absolutely. It was coming to me. Yeah. So yeah, just reward yourself and do it well and just care and love and just look in the mirror and do your daily affirmations. Like Beyonce said in that song that I can't think of right now, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. And you just need to repeat that to yourself over and over and over again. And I think everything will be good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So Celebrate. Um, yeah, celebrate yourself. Not just mm-hmm. on your birthday, but every day you open your eyes. That's right. Or you open your mouth and take a breath. Or you can breathe through your nose. Because you know I understand there's blind people. So you know Oh my goodness. Well I'm just saying, you know, we can all breathe. I think they know what what you think. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Yeah. No disrespect. I just wanted to make that clear. This is the inclusive podcast. Um and then it says set both short and long term goals. You know, you know, short term goals. I would like to get up and stretch in the morning. Uh, I would like to be flexible. <laughs> you like what? I would like to be flexible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so it's just stuff like that. But stuff on a more serious note, but y'all get the gist. All right. And last but not least, it says stay organized. I'm going to let you take that one, Carter. I'm sorry. Did you ask me a question? (laughs) I said, it says stay organized. I said, I'm going to let you take that one. Stay organized. Yeah, stay organized. That's what it says. Um, with accountability? Yeah. Holding yourself accountable. These are the seven different ways to okay. hold yourself accountable. Oh, okay. Eight. Well, then I would say staying organized um, is a good way to, you know, hold yourself accountable. Um, because things are just more structured, more in order. 
And when you're off of that order, then, you know, it, you, you realize what you need to do, what you mm-hmm. need to fix, what you need to work on, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that one, Kyron? I agree with you, good girl, good sister. All right, man. <laughs> I agree. Well, guys, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode. Um, and just like we said earlier, just always keep yourself accountable and start holding whoever you're with that goes for family members, friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever situation is, they, them, however. Just, just keep everybody needs to keep each other accountable for their actions, and I think the world will be a very smoother place. I <laughs> okay absolutely to... agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Carter just texted me, and that's why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Not as sorry as I am. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> um... Yeah, you doing that, and I'm out here fighting mosquitoes. That's how bad it is. Um, oh my goodness! I'm outside. Yes, but um, um, is there anything else that y'all want to talk? You want to talk about real quick, or was that did we really cut everything? Uh-oh. I know the answer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm struggling. <laughs> Um, so the guys, like I said earlier, this is a very short one today, but thank you guys for listening to another episode of Now We're Adulting Pod. We're just all trying to become better adults. Um, if you have any questions, you can email us at nowwe'readultingpod at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram. You can find Carter at uh, Melanin Beauty, Melanin underscore beauty, or something like that. Yeah, um, something like that. Something like that. You can yeah. find me at cool, C O O. O-L underscore underscore K-Y-E cool underscore Kai and uh, find me on Instagram and ask me questions. Um, I think I said it all. I hope. Uh, thank you guys. <laughs> Let's just let us know. Y'all all have a good night. <laughs> yes. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night. Bye. Bye-bye.